Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. Chapter number five in your hearing. I'm going to tell you back, I, this, this, I, this is not just a sermon from yesterday. I'm going to tell you this goes back, I don't even, I'm not even sure, 2020, early, I don't know, 20, maybe even 2019. This has been on the burner all that time. And God began to deal with me in the middle of the night one night. And I really felt like the Lord had woke me up. And, uh, and I, this, this come to my mind, the scripture of Esther, chapter number five, and I want to read it, Esther chapter number five and verse one through three. Now it came to pass on the third day that Esther put on her royal garment, apparel, everybody said royal apparel, and stood in the inner court of the king's house over against the king's house. And the king sat upon his throne in the royal house over against the gate of the house. And it was so when the king saw Esther, the queen, standing in the court, that she obtained favor in his sight. And the king held out his scepter to Esther and the golden scepter that was in his hand. So Esther drew near and touched the top of the scepter. Then said the king unto her, What wilt thou, Queen Esther? And what is thy request? It shall be given unto thee half to the half of the kingdom. In Jesus' name, let us pray. Heavenly Father, I pray right now you would move in this place. Hallelujah. Lord, I know there is a resistance of the enemy, God, but I'm coming against the powers of hell. And I'm praying for victory in this service tonight in the name of Jesus right now. I'm praying for a flow of the Holy Ghost in this place. I'm praying for a move of God. Hallelujah. Because, Lord, this is not about us, but it's about you tonight. I'm praying for deliverance, Lord, a deliverance service tonight in the name of Jesus. I call on my Shatola Baha'i in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. And you can be seated. And I want to speak to you a while. I don't know how long I'll preach it. No, I don't know, but we'll just whatever. I want to preach on this subject, entrance into the throne room. Entrance into the throne room. Way back when, I, I didn't write down the date. It's, I know it's been a long time. It's been a year, somewhere around there, or maybe more. But I felt like, Brother Terry, the Lord woke me up and... Uh, in the morning, it was around 3.20, I did write that down. Amen. In the morning and spoken to me and in my spirit some things that I believe is prevalent for the church of our day. I believe that we need this more today than ever before. And he told me some things. And I've got another helper that's going to, while I'm reading this, is going to kind of carry this out so we get a picture He told me we need to drag all of our demons, all of our attackers, now listen to this, all of our problems, all of our temptations, all of our battles, our unanswered prayers, our doubts, our unhealthy thoughts, our fleshly ways, to the throne room, amen, just drag that right down here in front. To the throne room, amen, where things are happening. Thank you. And worship, where worship is going on and where prayers are being answered. Everybody say amen. Amen. Because it's a safe place. I don't know whether any of that took you. I don't know whether any of this fits you or not, but I believe it almost fit every one of you. Because I don't know about you, but I could almost name several of those down through there that Brother Terry, that's bothered me. That, that we're living in the place, in fact, if I could say it in 2020, 
we could probably almost take in this whole thing someplace during that time that we've had problems because there are, the enemy's been after us, Brother James. He's been after us. He's after me tonight. I had a 53 right before church, before I walked up front. I'm telling you, and I didn't have that when I left home. I was 158. And the enemy tried to do this. He's going to bottom out my sugar that I wouldn't preach. But I'm going to tell you, by the help of the Lord and your prayers, we're going to preach in Jesus' name. And God's going to do something in this service. I feel in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So I don't know about you, but I, I want all of my demons up here. Amen. I want them, I want them in that trash bag. That, that's a trash bag. We need, to, we need to get rid of some things. We need to get rid of all these things that's bothering us and troubling us. Uh, Brother Terry, I imagine you'd like to throw your pain in there. Come on. I, I bet you'd like to throw that, that pain in that leg, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I like to throw some things in there and get rid of them. Did anybody find anything in all that list that, uh, that you could relate to maybe tonight? Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I want to gain entrance into the throne room. I, I want to make sure I get there, you know. I want to make sure that I can get in the throne room because when I get there, there's things going on in there. Amen. The throne room is where it's all happening. That's the important part. The king's there. And I want to be where the king's at. Hallelujah. I want to see him hold out his golden scepter to me. Oh, I want him to receive me. Hallelujah. Esther 4 and 11. Let me move on. Let's get into this. 4 and 11. And the king's servants and the people of the king's providence do know that whosoever, whether man or woman, shall come into the king, into the inner court, who is not called. There is one law of his to put him to death, except such to whom the king shall hold out the golden scepter, that he may live. But I have not been called, Esther says, to come in unto the king for 30 days. Glory, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let me go ahead. She's not to go in unless the king calls. If he hadn't called, and she's standing in the outer court. Glory. Now let's go to verse 16 in chapter 4. Go gather together all the Jews that are in their present in Shushan, and fast ye one for me. And neither eat nor drink three days, night or day, and I also and my maidens will fast likewise. And so we will, I go in, and so will I go in to the king, which is not according to the law. And if I perish, I perish. Glory. Hallelujah. So I want to some way get a hold of us tonight that we can take a look and, and see what it takes to get into the throne room. There is a proper way to enter in. Amen. You notice first thing that she done was it was time for a prayer. She said, we're going to pray and fast three days and, and then we'll go in. I don't know. The Bible don't say, but it don't say nothing about her apparel when she was praying. But I got the notion she had on her linen garments. I got the feeling that she put on something that she could worship the Lord with. And, and she went in prayer, her and her maids, and they began to pray three days and three nights without any food. Come on. That, that, that's fasting and prayer. You remember, anybody remember when we used to do the, done the three-day fast? We'd done the week fast. Amen. And God began to move in our church. We began to see people saved, filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Uh, 1996, I remember there was uh, 28 people, brand new people that come into the church and repented and uh, we baptized them in Jesus' name and they received the Holy Ghost. It was a great time, Brother Terry. You remember those days. It was a great time. Hallelujah. And God moved in our midst. Amen. And as long as we're praying and as long as we're doing His will and as long as we're worshiping, come on, this is something that this church grew up in worship and prayer. That's the way it grew. That's how it got where it was. Come on. Because the Lord hearkened and he heard and the scribe wrote it down. 
And my scribe wasn't just sitting up here. She was writing down this morning. Glory. She was writing down. <laughs> oh, glory. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, God hears us. And he, we're, we're, his ear is not turned off to us, but he hears us. Hallelujah. So the first step was that she prayed for three days before she entered. Hallelujah. And then notice that Esther puts on her royal apparel. After prayer was made, she puts on her, she puts on her royal apparel. Now, 1 Timothy 2 and 9, and I don't, I, don't, I don't think I got that up there. I don't know where I have or whether I haven't. But I began to think 1 Timothy 2 and 9, it talks about that we are to dress in modest apparel. It says women, but I'm telling you, in like manner also, thank you, Brother Zach, that women adorn themselves in modest apparel with shamefacedness and sobriety. Let me tell you something. And with broidered hair or gold or, or pearls or costly array, not those things, but to put on things that are modest before God. Now, that's women and men. I'm sorry, but this, this thing is not just for the woman. It's for the man, too. We're to dress modestly. Come on. Not pants too tight. But not baggy either. Come on now. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to put it down the line, y'all. There is a way to dress. So she took off her clothes that she was using to pray. Probably some ashes on her head because that's what they'd done back in those days when they were humbled before God and trying to get an answer. They put some ashes on their head. I don't know if y'all seen that done on TV here a while back or not. but They was doing that. Yeah. You know, Ash Wednesday, the Catholics, they couldn't get together in their church so they'd drive by in their cars and the priest was putting some ashes on their head. Huh? Amen. It's a time of humbling yourself before God. They put ashes on their head. And so let me tell you, she put on her royal apparel. The modest but yet was that material that was used for the king. It was for his purposes. It was what he liked and what he wanted. Come on. Esther put on the royal apparel. After prayer. Come on, somebody say after prayer. Now, I'm going to say this. We must do what we can first. And then God will do what he can do. Now, I, I don't want us to get in the place that we think that, you know, that uh, uh, God is looking down on us and saying, all right, I'm expecting you all to do this. I'm going to tell you, you can only do so much. Come on, we, we as children of God, we can only do so much. I can't, make, I can't make it happen. If I did, I would, and you would too. If we could make it happen, we'd make it happen. If I could make healing happen, I would. But all I can do is pray and let God do the work. You hear me? I said, that's what we got to do. We got to do, hey, I, I'll do what I can do. I'll anoint him, and I'll pray for him, but God's got to do the work. Come on, I can't force healing on anybody. I can't force salvation on anybody. I can pray for them, and I can fast and pray for them, but there's no guarantee that it'll happen. You know it? You know, I can just do so much, and after I've done all that I can do, when, I, when I've prayed and fasted and done all that I can do, if I'll say, okay, God, I've done my part, now it's up to you, then God does the rest. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah. Oh, yes, Lord. Somebody say amen. amen. Hallelujah. So after I do what I can do, then God will do what he can do. How many knows what he can do? Is there anything the Bible said that's too hard for me? Come on. I can do all things. See, see we got to understand that we've got some scripture we can stand on. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. It's not my strength, but it is that I'm leaning on. It's on him that I'm dependent and not on myself. Hallelujah. Let me take you to the throne room. Revelations 4 and 8. Let me take you there. Hallelujah. Revelations 4 and 8 says, And the four beasts had each of them six wings about him, and they were full of eyes within, and they rest not day and night. Everybody said they don't rest. 
But they're there praising God. They're saying, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. So they're, they're, they're quoting this scripture. They're, it's a steady thing. Amen. And, and if you know what's happening a lot of times in the temple, there's one over here saying this, you know, come on. Hallelujah. Amen. One of you, you know, on this side, put that back up there a minute. Hallelujah. Praise God. What's happening is, is this side is a, come on, read it with me. And they rest not day and night, saying, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. Let's do it now. Y'all want you, I want you to do this again, but you're doing it so they can hear you. Okay? And they rest not day and night. Saying, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. And guess what happens over here? They're going to repeat. And they rest not day and night, saying, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. And that thing keeps coming back and forth. This is what's going on in the throne room. You understand there's worship going on in the throne room. There's no time to stop. Come on. Hallelujah. Because he's deserving our mm, glory. He's deserving of our praise. And, and, and can I even bring it back from this morning? He hearkens and he heard. And when this is going on in the house of God, the Lord said, I like what's going on. I like what's going on. I'm loving it. <laughs> he gets, yeah, she's writing. He gets the old recorder out and writing down things because, hey, the Lord's saying, I like what I hear. Come on. I'm hearing praise. I'm hearing worship in my house. Come on. They're singing to each other back and forth. They're praising me. They're not stopping, but it's a never-ending praise. And if I could just insert this, and this is in my notes, but I can almost hear him say, Brother James, I kind of feel at home. That's where it is in the throne room. Woo! He said, if I can get this going on in the church, we can turn the church into a throne room, and there's going to be things happening. Come on. There's going to be healings and miracles and signs and wonders. Your family's going to come in. Come on. I'm going to do some things. Ha! Because I like what's going on. I like what's being said. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So there's a never-ending worship and praise going on in the throne room. Everybody said it's going on in the throne room. Because that's where all your troubles are. You've done drug them out here now. We might as well just, come on, let's, let's, just, let's just overcome our troubles and all this junk that's in our bag. Come on, how many of you got any, anybody got any baggage? I think all of us could put a bag up here this size of our troubles. The things we're deficient in. Come on. Hallelujah. We, could, we need to drag them up here and put them there. Hallelujah. Amen. Exodus 28. Hallelujah. Glory. All right. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 33, 35. And beneath and upon the hem of the garment. Come on, it's talking about Aaron. Thou shalt make pomegranates of blue and of purple and scarlet. Round about the hem thereof and bells of gold between them round about. <laughs> a golden bell and a pomegranate. A golden bell and a pomegranate upon the hem of the robe round about. And it shall be upon Aaron to minister. Now listen. And his sound shall be heard when he goeth into the holy place. Before the Lord and when he cometh out that he dieth not. You tell me that worship is not necessary. Come on. 
if Aaron had to ring the bells off the bottom of his garment, if them bells had to ring while he was in worship in the Lord, like, I'm going to tell you, church, there needs to be some bells ringing in the house of God. There ought to be some worship going on. If you're wanting entrance into the throne room, honey, there ought to be some worship going on. Come on. There ought to be some bells ringing in this place tonight. Come on. God is looking for some bells. Can, can you even imagine what God's doing when the bells are ringing? Oh, ho, 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 ho. Woo, Jesus, hallelujah. Oh, 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 yeah, I feel him in here. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. It's a never-ending worship that's going on. There must be a sound of those bells. And if there wasn't a sound of those bells, Sister Jen... What they done is before he went in there, they tied a rope around his ankle. And then them outside there, they'd have a hold of that rope. And if the bells cease to ring, he's dead. You hear me? He'll die if the bells ain't going. You didn't hear me. I said if the bells ain't ringing, he's dead. Glory. <laughs> Woo! I'm not sure... I'm wondering how many nights we wouldn't have anybody living because no bells is ringing. We come in the house of God and we go through the motions and they sing to us lively songs and, you know, we have our hands up, but I wonder how many's really worshiping. I wonder if we had some bells on Brother Terry, if there'd be anything going on down at the bottom. Come on, I wonder if there's any movement of the feet. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. Brother Cannon may have some problems in his life. Come on, he, it's, it's, he's got problems. He, he, he has problems walking, but did you notice that he never ceased to walk while he's preaching? And that man's anointed. Come on, we heard from God the other night, I'm telling you. He read our mail, he read my mail. He read her mail. Come on, church. I'm telling you, there were some bells ringing. When we get to the place that we're going to ring the bells for God, come on, that we're going to worship him without any interruption. When I come through the door, I ought to be ringing the bells. When I come before his presence, I ought to be ringing his bells. God, if I'm not ringing his bells, I'm dead. Oh. Woo, Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Aaron knew if he didn't. Come on. If he wasn't doing something. If he wasn't doing something, he's a dead duck. Come on. They're going to pull him out of there with a the rope. They wasn't allowed to go in, Brother Zach. Come on, Brother Josh. But they, they're going to bring him out of there. They're going to pull him out by the rope. Come on. Can't go in to get him. Hey, if you die in the place of worship, can't come in to get you. Come on. Come on. That's why when we walk through those doors, we ought to be ready to worship. Ought to be some bells ringing. Brother Terry, I remember so well. I don't think there was ever a time in the middle church, probably not the first church, that we come out of the prayer room that there wasn't some bells ringing. Come on. Woo! Grandma McGee had him in the back and she's giving it this. She's back there in her little corner in the first church. Man, there was prayer going on. The bells were ringing. Come on. In the second church, we was coming from the basement, from the upstairs, and we met in the sanctuary and the bells were already ringing. Church hadn't even begun, but it had begun because we was worshiping God. And God said, I like what they're doing. I'm in the midst of you. And I'm going to do something tonight. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, oh, glory, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Worship is necessary. Somebody said it's necessary. It's a have to. It's a must. We're commanded to worship. Oh. I know I've said this, I, I said it just the last time I preached, I think, but I'm, I'm going to say it again tonight, because I don't want you to forget it. 
Brother and Sister Mason started this thing years ago with you. Started to bring them to the front. You, you remember it, Brother James. Said you, you, he got you youth all going and said, hey, we're going to go up front and we're going to worship. You know what? That was a good thing to start. And, and we're still doing it some, but I wonder what it'd be if we just all get involved. what it'd be like if we just get a whole bunch of doing it. Oh, I wonder what it'd be. I wonder what God would do if he heard that. Oh, yeah, come on. Can you imagine what he'd do? Because you all wouldn't be sitting. If you're going to ring his bell, you'd be going. Come on. That's what it'd be. Oh. Glory. I want to get God excited. I said, I want to get God excited. And he gets excited when we get excited. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Notice now, when Esther made the right provisions to enter, when she made the right provisions to enter, The king, he's sitting on his throne. He's got his scepter in his hand. Looks out of the corner of his eye. Notice she wasn't asked to come. He didn't say send to Esther. She hadn't been called for 30 days. But Mordecai says, Esther... It's for this, such a time as this. If you don't do this, and don't think you're going to miss it because you're part of the Jewish people. They don't know you're Jewish. Some of them do. They're going to kill your people, and don't think you're going to get out of it. So she says, okay, you fast three days and three three nights. Have your people to fast. And and I... And my ladies, we're going to fast and pray for three nights and three days. Come on now. We're going to do some fasting. And then I'm going to go before the king. And if I perish, I perish. Glory. So I can, I don't know, I don't believe she was all nervous. I'm sorry, but after three days of fasting and prayer, I think she walked up there and just kind of took a look at the king, you know, and I can almost see them. Man, did I pick a beauty. And I can almost see her go. And he goes. Come on in, Esther. He, he beckons her to come in. And the Bible said she come in and she t- touched the top of the scepter. He said, I receive you in. And she says, I receive you, king. Come on. Now, I want you to notice something. There's something in this that I want us to notice. And I think sometimes, Brother James, we overlook God and what he's doing. But I want you to notice that the Bible says, as soon... All right, let me go to the scripture. Hallelujah. Verse, we in our, in our scripture text. And it was so, verse 2 of chapter 5, when the king saw Esther, the queen, standing in the court... That she obtained favor in his sight. He just saw her standing there. She wasn't necessarily doing anything. Maybe she winked at him. I don't know. That might have helped. You know. And, and the king held out his scepter. The golden scepter that was in his hand. So Esther drew near and she touched the top of the scepter. Now I want you to notice. Verse 2 and verse 3 takes, verse three takes a mighty quick turn. Because right off of the bat, after she touches the scepter, Brother Zach, he says, Then said the king unto her, What wilt thou, Queen Esther? What is thy request? Come on. What do you want, dear one? What do you want, my darling? Come on. 
What do you want? You, I seen you standing out there, and I, did, I just couldn't wait to see you. I might not have seen you for 30 days, but you're just more beautiful now than you were. There, what is that glow on your face? There's something going on, something different about you. And I don't think she told him, but hey, there was a difference because they'd been some fasting and praying going on for three days. There was a shine on her face just like there was Moses when he was standing in the presence of God on the mount for 40 days and 40 nights. And, and when he come down, they started turning their head. And when he found out what was wrong, he put a veil on his face so they could look at him. Come on, church. Hallelujah. Can you imagine the glow on her face after she'd been praying for three days and three nights? And, and he, she was already beautiful anyway. The Bible teaches us that. And the king said, my, I can't hardly look at you. You're just, you're just so beautiful. I can't look at you. Come on. But I'm going to tell you, whatever it is you come in after, you're going to go out with it, to even to the half of the kingdom. Come on. I'm going to give you half of the kingdom. If, if that's what it takes, then to God be the glory, just to see your beautiful face. I'm wondering now. I'm wondering now. We're wanting our entrance into the throne room I'm wondering now what's going to happen you know she prayed three days and three nights and sometimes I think all the Lord's waiting on us he said what's that I hear he hearkened and he heard what is that I'm hearing and I can almost see you know hey the Lord is sitting on his throne and he said, I don't know what you want, but come on in. Come on. Too many times. You know, can I, can I tell you this without making you mad? I think sometimes what we do is, Sister Jen, we sit outside the throne room and we're sitting there waiting on him to call us. Come on. We're, we're just waiting on him. Come on. He'll, he'll see me after a while. He'll call me. Oh. Oh. And all he's waiting on. All he's waiting on is a little movement. Yeah, come on. Absolutely. He's waiting for a little noise. Come on. He's waiting to hear your voice. Come on. You may not understand it, but God understands your voice and he picks it out from all the rest. Yeah. Woo! Oh, oh. My, I feel this. There's something going on in here. See, I, I, I know what it is because sometimes... Mm. Can I say this without making y'all mad? Sometimes it's been so long since he heard it. So, well, hey, you ever seen God cry? He did. He wept. He wept before Lazarus' grave. And I could almost hear him. You know, tears rolled down his face and said, Man, I ain't heard that voice for a while. I'm not hearing them ring their bells for a little bit. My Lord, he's holding out the scepter and said, what are you waiting on? Come on in here. We'll dance together. We'll worship together. Come on. We'll do it together. We'll get this thing answered. This need will be taken care of. Just come on in. You're welcome here. You're welcome in this house. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, church. We got to touch the scepter. But before you can touch the scepter, you got to get in the throne room. If you want your answer, then you got to get in the throne room. So if you're going to get in his presence, come on. What's going to happen? How are you going? Come on, Brother Pat, stand up. I don't want you to ring this bell. I just want you to put it down beside you here and hold on to it. It's real tight. I want you to show me how you're going to get in the throne room. Come on. you got to do something. And the Lord said, I recognize those bells. Come on. I can distinguish them from all the rest. I've heard these bells so many times. Come on. But it's been a while. And now they're coming and they're ringing the bells. Ha, 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 ha. 
child of God, come on in. Come on, them things, Brother Pat, that you've been praying for, if you just start ringing the bells again, he'll invite you in. Come on, he'll give you your promise. He'll give you what you need. Woo! Yes, Hallelujah. 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 I'm feeling the Holy Ghost in this place. Hallelujah. Woo, glory. <laughs> Woo, that's good. That's good, you're doing a good job. Anybody else want to ring the bells? Come on, you're a good bell ringer. You don't have to move this thing. If you move, it'll move. Right. Come on, Brother James. Yeah, come on. Woo! Come on, we're going to the throne room. Come on, we're going to, ex- we're going to get accepted. We're going to get accepted. Come on, God's going to move for me. He's going to move for me because I'm making a noise. My bells are ringing. I'm not dead. I'm not dead. Somebody needs to shout, I'm not dead. Come on, I'm still alive. Come on, I'm still breathing. I'm still moving. I still got my bed. Oh, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The bells are ringing. He's got his scepter out. (laughs) Woo! Now, you know what he's saying? You know what he's saying? Touch it. Come on, I've heard your worship. I've hearkened unto your worship. I've wrote it down in a book of remembrance just to remind you that I heard you and that I know what you're wanting. Now you just touch it. Ooh, glory. Sometimes I believe the Lord comes off its throne. He feels so sorry for some of us. We just ain't, can't seem to make it to the throne, so he comes off his throne. And he says, just touch it. Oh, just touch it. Just touch it. Oh, yeah. Just touch it. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Just touch it. Whatever it is you've been wanting, just touch it. Come on, just touch it. Just touch it. Come on, just touch it. Brother Terry, just touch it. Oh, Oh, glory. Sister Angie, you got them low sugar problems too. Just touch it. Glory. See, if I just... Give up on that 53 tonight and said, forget this, I'm not preaching. No, sir, I didn't do it. I said, no, Lord, you sent me to do a job and I'm going to do it by your help. This is all about you, Lord. I'm going to ring your bell, Lord. I'm going to worship. I'm coming through the throne room. I'm going to touch the scepter tonight. Woo, glory. Hallelujah. Well, the reason I hadn't reached out to Sister Melinda because I can't see her. She's too short. She's seen it now. She'll touch it. It'll be all right. I hear her touching it. I hear the bells ringing up there. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. And the Bible said when she drew near and she touched the top of the scepter right away, he says, what is it you want? I'm saying it my own version. This is McGee version. What do you want, my dear? Even to the half of the kingdom, it's yours. You've done touched it, so whatever you say, it's yours. Oh, glory. I'm trying to hurry. Hallelujah. You must touch the scepter if you want to answer. See, see the scepter. Oh, you want to touch it again, huh? Okay, here, touch it, touch it, touch it, here, touch it, touch it. Oh, sir. Man, now go home and lay that on daddy. Glory. 
We'll claim that in Jesus' name. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. And when she touched the top of the scepter, everybody said, immediately. Come on, that's, I didn't even hear no excitement in that. Immediately. He said, whatever your core request is, even to the half of the kingdom, it's yours. Glory. Hallelujah. I want entrance into the throne room. Glory. Hallelujah. I believe God gave me this message over a year ago to tell somebody what, we, what, what I think we miss out on sometimes is because we don't drag all of our problems to the throne room with us. You know, we need to bring them in here and leave them there. She's going to touch again. Glory. Hallelujah. Immediately the king asked, And what is thy request? You know, when the Lord hears the bells ringing, I can almost see him. He's holding out his scepter and he said, Just come on, whatever you want. It's yours. Come on. Just ask what you will and it shall be done. Woo! Hallelujah. Two touching anything, it'll be done. Woo! Man, Brother James, if we agree on that, we both touch the scepter at the same time. Come on. All right. Glory. The Lord said, I'll do it. Two touching anything, it'll be done. Amen. Come on. Hey, I don't know about you, but I'm going to stand on that. Glory. Sometimes me and Sister McGee, when we're praying at home, we just kind of touch each other's hands and say, listen. He said, when two agree on touching anything, it'll be done. So I said, dear, we're going to touch this in the name of Jesus. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Church, we need to touch that supreme power. See, this thing here, it's an emblem of power and authority. Holy Ghost, anointing, Jesus, name. Come on. We need to touch the power. Hallelujah. For our request to be answered. Glory. Now, I'm about to get down to the close right now, but I, I, I want to do something. I want to go to Matthew 25. I think I got it up there. Yeah, he's got it. You're good. Then shall the king, we're going to change gears. Then when the king shall say to them on his right, Come, ye blessed of my father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was a hungered, and you gave me meat, and I was thirsty, and you gave me drink, and I was a stranger, and you took me in. Think about that. You know what he's doing? He's doing something here. Down, now, go on down to verse number 41. Hallelujah. Then shall he say also unto them, now here we go. He's speaking to two groups, the, the ones on his right. And then shall he say to them on the left, depart from me, you cursed, into everlasting punishment. Now, I, I want to go to Ephesians 2, and I'm trying to close. I'm, I'm trying to bundle us all together. For he is our peace, who hath made both one and hath broken, everybody said broken down, the middle wall, everybody said the middle wall, of partition between us. Now there's no wall between us. Not between us, of all generations, of all manner of kindred and nations. No, no wall. But there's also no wall now. This, this has been broken down. There's no wall. Everybody is, is all right. They can come into it. Come on. As they need, they can come into the throne room. Come on now. Hold on to this. Hallelujah. It's broken down. And we now have, I want everybody to say that, access. Everybody said, I got access. I got access. I got access. You hear that, devil? We got access. Oh, glory. So now, I, I want to change gears. 
See, I've been thinking, I'd thought about this a long time. Trevor knew I was doing this a long time ago. He seen me making these. He just wondered when I was going to use them. And he probably thought, well, how come Papa ain't never doing nothing about that? I want to, I'll put this down. them on his left just to give them ideas of what's going on. <clears throat> Apart from when you're working and that's what I never knew that. Yeah. This is going to be your part. It don't say nothing about it in the Bible, but I can almost see the Lord saying, you know what your punishment is. Right. You're to the left. Come on in, Lord. Yeah. In their end to the joy of the Lord. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Day and night, come on. You're with me from now and forever because I've heard the bells ring. Yeah. Come on. Hallelujah. You've done what I've asked you to do. Now, but you're gone. Yeah. Everlasting punishment. Yeah. Forever and ever and ever. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm about to close. Thank you, Jesus. Hebrews 10, verse number 19. Having therefore, brethren, everybody said boldness. To enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. Come on. Hey, there is a way to enter. The, the wall of partition has been broken down. You don't have to hold out the scepter now. You can come in at will. And we've been so privileged that we can enter in. And we don't, we don't have to have him to hold out the scepter anymore. But he's invited us in. The door, the, the wall has been broken down. And yet, Brother Terry, we'll sit outside the door and, won't, and refuse to go in and get what we need from the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Drop down to 22. Verse number 22. I'm about to close. Let us draw near with a true heart. True heart. In full assurance. Everybody said full assurance. Of faith, having our hearts sprinkled for an evil, from an evil conscience. 23. Let us hold fast. Everybody say hold fast. The profession of our faith. Come on. You got to hold on to faith. You can't let faith go. Hallelujah. Without wavering. Come on. Don't be swayed by the world. Don't be swayed by whatever people tells you that it ain't going to happen. It's just not going to happen. You're not going to be healed. For he is faithful that promised. Oh, yeah. Now, and let us, now, here we go. I want, us, I want you to grab this. If, you, if, you, if you've missed it all, I don't want you to miss this. And let us, everybody said, consider. consider. Come on. Consider. Consider one another. Unity. Come on. We got to think about our brother and sister. We cannot leave them out. When one hurts, everybody hurts. Come on. When, when, when the church hurts, brother Josh, I hurt. Because I'm a part of the church. Come on. If you're part of the body, when there's something going on in the body and they're feeling something, then I'm feeling something, Brother Terry. When you're going through your problems, I'm feeling something. When you're having trouble walking and when you're getting around and can't hardly get around, there's a many a night the Sister McGee and I woke up and I said, you know, I just feel something funny about Brother Terry tonight. And we, we, we pray for Brother Terry because what he's going through. You know what? There is compassion and love between the members. If you mash my finger, the rest of my body's going to feel it. Come on. If the devil attacks you, the rest of the body ought to feel what you're going through and we ought to call us to prayer. Oh, oh Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So we need to go in with boldness. And then we need to consider one another. 
and provoke unto love and good works. In other words, you're not going in if you hate them. If you've got no feelings for your brother and sister, then you better bring your bag right here. There's some trash that needs to be taken to the throne room. There's something that needs to be done about this. Hallelujah. And I'm closing tonight with this. Psalms 100 and verse number 4. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. And into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Now, I want to, I want to do something because... I missed this the first time that I was coming, going through this and reading and the Lord quickened my mind again. That word thanksgiving there, and whether you realize it or not, it, you know, praise has got seven different meaning, Hebrew meanings. That word praise has got seven different Hebrew meanings. Well, I began to look at this and that word thanksgiving ties to praise. And what it means is, is an extension of the hands praising God. Yada. When you, praise, when you praise God with your hand up and your palms out, that's a yada. That's I surrender. Come on. That's giving the Lord everything you've got. But it also, Brother Alex, I, I was taken because... I caught this as I was studying, and it talks about praise, you know, again. But, but the word thanksgiving, there was another little note off of that. Give me another Hebrew, another Hebrew word, and guess what it was? And I've never seen, I don't, I don't know as I've ever seen this in the Bible before. It tied the yada. This is when we're praising God and we're coming to His presence. And I can almost see that when we come through the door, we've got it like this, Brother Terry. But when we get into his presence, when Brother James, we come to the throne room, then all of this thanksgiving has got another one tied to it that says, Toda. Oh, now I receive. Come on. I've been praising you, but now since I'm in the throne room, I'm going to receive. That word thanksgiving is both. It's Yada and Toda. Can I tell you that you don't do this without doing this? Come on. If this is going on, I'm going to tell you, this is this. And the Lord said, I hear the bells. So since I'm hearing the bells, just turn the palms around because I'm going to let you receive something. It's yours. Come on. Whatever you ask for, you've touched the scepter, and here it comes. Toda, I'm receiving. I'm going to tell you, I've watched, I don't know how many, I can't tell you how many people I've watched receive the Holy Ghost. But sometime during that, I've always seen them, you know, like this. But you ever watch them when they get the Holy Ghost? Nine times out of ten, it starts out as a yada, but it ends as a toda. Glory. Hallelujah. And then it uses the word praise on down in that verse, if you notice. So I began to look at that. And guess what kind of praise it is? Now that I've yadahed, and now that I've todahed, now I'm doing a Brother Mason I'm singing. It's a laudation. It's a tehillah praise. It's song with music. Man, once you touch God, it puts a song in your heart. Come on. There's some worship going on now, huh? Hey, I've yadahed and I've todahed and I've rung the bells. And the Lord said, let's have some worship. What do you say? Glory. So we start singing and worshiping. People start running the aisles. It ought to be. Come on. If, if you come to church to sit on your pew, there ain't no ringing the bells. Come on. There's no bell ringing unless you're worshiping. 
And if you don't worship, you dead. Glory. I'm through, y'all. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Anybody receive anything tonight? Is anybody going to be different next time you come in church? I'm not looking. My scribe was writing. They're talking about me. I'm going to have a little happy dance. Dance, 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 dance. Bells are ringing. Angels singing. Oh, I can hear those bells now ringing. Don't you hear the angels singing? It's a glory, hallelujah, jubilee. God's dancing. God's dancing. Hey, my scribe broke down. God's dancing. And he's dancing. And he's dancing because his people are dancing. They're ringing the bells. God's dancing. Oh, yes. We're excited. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Brother Alex, you can come. Thank you, Jesus. I'm not going to close this down without opening this altar. I'm going to do something. This ain't my sermon. This wasn't even in my sermon. This come to me after I come to church. Alice is going to sing us something. We're all going to stand. I'm opening this altar. And somebody might just feel in their spirit just so strong. I've got a whole bag of junk that I need to take to the throne room and drop off. I don't know where they're all at. I wish I'd have got them before church. Never even thought about it. I would have got them songbooks and I'd brought them out here and put them back to that door and let everybody brought their peace up here and lay it down. Because I think everybody's got something. But whenever, whoever it is, and I don't care who it is, but I think sometime during here, somebody's going to take and grab that bag and drag it up here. When that person drags that up here, I think there ought to be some people hit this altar because I think we need to get, take this serious. God gave me over this year ago and I, it's been brewing the oven all this time and he spoke to me about Sunday night I already felt that I needed to do it the one this morning was a lot hotter off the press it's been I don't know just toward the end of last year sometime but that in there has been brewing for over a year I'm telling you the only way we're going to get our prayers answered, and, and Brother Alex, the only way we're going to receive our revival that Brother Cannon. I'm going to tell you, he, he, hit, he hit Bishop right on the nose when he said, when he pointed his finger at me and said, Bishop, I don't know what this dream is. I don't know all about this. I don't know nothing about it. He hadn't talked to me about it. We hadn't talked. I hadn't told him nothing. There's only just a very few people that knew anything. My wife didn't even know nothing about it. I talked to my son about it. From the very first church, I'm going to let you in on it just a little bit. From the very first church, Brother Terry. I had it in my mind to build a church, you know. And I sat down at my desk and one day I was drawing. And from the old church, I drawed a, a new addition coming off of that. I don't know, I don't know what I've done with it. It's probably thrown away, but now I don't know. But it's been a long time. 
might not. They might find it after I die. After I'm dead and gone, they may come on the cross. Who knows? But it was the old church. And God does things by steps sometimes. Well, I had this... I had this drawed out and some doors like on our church out here and it was clear out there it was glass it was a brick building not not what I drawed up but when I was praying and, and seeking God the Lord gave me a dream brother James brother Terry it wasn't what I drawed up and I can't tell you it was this building all I can tell you is that when the Lord opened my eyes in this dream that I was looking through some glass doors and glass front. It was a brick building. I couldn't tell you where it was this or not. I don't know. But one thing I do know, that when I was looking through those doors in that dream, Brother Terry, it was a full house. dream had never faded at sundry times down through my ministry of the last 30 years when I forget about it every now and then the Lord just kind of flash that dream <laughs> I won't forget brother Ronnie Peterson you remember him some of you do he told me one time that when he, he used to clean the second church, he come to me and he said, Pastor, I, I got to tell you this story. He said, I come down here the other day, Sister Peterson and I came down here to clean this church. And he said, I walked through those doors, Pastor, and I started walking toward the front. It's just like the Lord just kind of changed the whole church. And he saw a different church that was full. Honest to God's truth. Brother Terry, you was here when we, us board members come in looked at this church. Brother Ronnie was with us. And we walked. So help me, we walked through these doors. Brother Ronnie said, Pastor, this is the church I see. When I was walking up the aisle of the second church, I was getting ready to clean it. This is what I saw. Two thousand nine, two ministers come through here prophetically speaking about this church. Brother James Chesser, Brother Luke Saint Clair. And I could sit here and I could tell you almost what both of them said. I've got it home. It's it's on tape. I've written it down. I've rehearsed it in my ears. I've preached about it. I've brought it brought it back to you several times because the Lord, the scribe, wrote it down. The Lord hearkened and he heard and he wrote a remembrance a book of remembrance for us and I've, I've brought it to your attention time after time that, that God's going to do something there's something God's going to do and it ain't happened yet but it's going to happen and then just here last Sunday night I don't talk to him on, I don't talk to Brother Cannon on the phone he's a good friend of mine I love him to death when we go to church camp, we have a good time. He's always putting something on my door. You know, the luxurious Bishop McGee on my door on or something where we're staying. He already knows where we're staying, so he, he puts something on there, you know. Something, you know, outlandish. It's. And for him to come out and point right at me the other night, and as soon as he did, here come those words about the dream. I don't know what it's all about, Brother McGee, but God's going to bring that dream to pass. So now you know. I, my wife didn't know. My son knows. Anybody want to get in on that dream? You realize who all could be in that dream? It could be your family. Come on. Hey. It could be people you don't even know that's in this city. It might be the part of the 2,900, brother, for brother Terry, that never darkens a church door. Did you know that? There's 40% of this city that never darkens a church door. 
Come on. 2,900 people never goes to church on Sunday. Probably that statistics went up by now. But the last I checked, that's what it was. All right. I'm going to open this altar. God, I'm praying you deal with hearts right now and souls. Lord, I've preached your word. I've done what you asked me to do. Now, God, I'm asking you, Lord, that you put this on the saints now, God, and let them grab a hold of this message. And, Lord, I pray that all week this thing will be thriving in their mind, God, that they can't get rid of it in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about our services and activities, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the username FACMC. Again, that's FACMC. Thank you, and have a blessed day.